P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things we love to hate and hate to love. And I'm Shelby, and I'm here with Matt. Hello, Shelby. No, 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 no. Would you like a balloon, Shelby? I'm deleting this. I'm leaving. You can record by yourself. It's not that time yet. That's coming later this week. So if we could just bottle that for the for the time being, at least for my own sanity, if please, please. Okay. Okay. I was going to do the whole episode as Pennywise, but I guess I'll (laughs) stop because of you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, But I am excited to get into this. I feel like I was following a lot of good, juicy pop culture stories at the beginning of the week. And then my husband and I went on vacation the end of the week. And so I, I don't know if things have happened, but if they have, I hope you've got it covered. Oh, all kinds of good stuff was going down. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I got a horrible migraine on Saturday and was just like laid up in bed for half the day. It was miserable, but whatever. I'm better now. Back at it. (laughs) Well, good. Because this is P.S. You're Wrong. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at P.S. You're Wrong. Send us an email and... We haven't been getting reviews, so uh, who's neglecting their duties as listeners to go to Apple Podcasts, find us, leave us a review, and we'll read it on air. So, I mean, we are delivering not one, (laughs) but two weekly podcast people. (laughs) We are like, this was a contractual (laughs) obligation when you started listening that like we would bring you episodes, you would leave us a review. Yeah, exactly. And yet, here we are. I know how many people download the episode and I know how many reviews we got and there is a gap. So just say. Yeah. yeah, not to sound greedy, but I mean, come on. Step up. But we are. <laughs> yeah. But um, should we get into the good news of the week so people can feel grateful for the work we do and the information we share? Yes. Is there is there good news? Do you have good news? Oh, let's see. That's particularly um, positive. <laughs> I guess. I guess now that I'm looking at my list, they're not necessarily good news, but they are good stories. I think one of my favorites is the um, the sad tale of Jeremy Renner's app. Which, for those oh, of you yes. who don't know, Jeremy Renner is famous for playing Hawkeye in the Avengers movies. Um, He's also from like Hurt Locker and he's done some other stuff, but that's like his current and most relevant. Do, he's, uh, was he the the Jason Bourne who like didn't work out? He was definitely yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah, he was the newborn. Or he was like it in a bad Terminator spinoff or something. <laughs> Maybe he did both. He's definitely been in some failed He's been trying. Arms. He's constantly trying, you know, and, and the Jeremy Renner app is no different. I guess it came out in 2017 um, and it's what it sounds like. It's for fans of Jeremy Renner. And it's basically, he wanted it to be a positive space, like, because he thinks a lot of social media is so toxic. And he just wanted it to be a space for his fans to be able to interact with each other. And then he'd, like, post certain images and, like, you could buy stars or earn stars or something that would then, that would boost your visibility in his feed so that he might respond to you or he might like one of your posts or comments. So, um, 
I guess it had been like a thing and there'd been a few little blips of drama in the in its journey. But this year, it all just fell apart because, you know, we're not allowed to have nice things. And a bunch of trolls found that on this app, every notification sent to anyone's phone looks like it's coming from Jeremy Renner himself. And you can create like profiles that are almost identical to Jeremy Renner. So you can be like, you know, like Jeremy dot Renner and have his photo. And like, everyone is like, is this the real Jeremy Renner? And so people, <laughs> it's sad, but people were pretending to be different um, celebrities. They were tweeting about porn and like addictions and, and really making Jeremy Renner the app not as safe a space as... <laughs> Jeremy Renner intended it to be. And so Jeremy Renner made the sad announcement that he would be closing it down immediately. And uh. um, he said, the app has jumped the shark, literally, which that's not how that word works. But Jeremy Renner was really feeling bad about it. And it's the end of an era. And the hashtag Renhive is like, no more. And so... If you that is were... not an actual group of people. <laughs> That's the what Ren they're Hive. called. Yeah. No. They're the no. fans. Who is that? I mean, his parents. He has no fans. <laughs> well, this app would beg to differ. They were very happy there for a while. And then the Twitter trolls came and ruined it. So it's just how many people can you bad. put on a group message on an <laughs> iPhone? Because I guarantee I there's less Jeremy Renner fans than can fit on a group text. The Rin Hive. Well, I mean, people were upset about it. There were some like reporters and like C-list celebrities who had joined as a joke and came to really love it and value the like the the sweet like energy that was present there. And then of course, it all just went to hell. So I'm sorry, Who sorry, Jeremy. Who is a big enough fan of Jeremy <laughs> Renner that they are going to download an app and then pay money so that he might see a tweet that they post? <laughs> like that is truly ludicrous. How many I mean, followers does he even have? I'm looking up. Does he have social media? <laughs> I don't know. He had the Jeremy Renner app, but no more. I, I mean, he had enough followers to um, have an app, so something was happening there. I guess he does have 14 million followers <laughs> yeah. on Why are you Instagram? being a hater? Were you that on the Jeremy crazy. Renner app stirring up drama? Were you a troll? Who was following him? Who? <laughs> he's a big deal if you're a Marvel fan. Like, he's a person. And I mean, I don't necessarily like him as a human. I think he's sort of on the same level of Scarlett Johansson in terms of problematicness. Oh, we'll get to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loves stirring the pot probably as much as him. So he's just kind of a bro-y dude that people like. And and now, in the craziest twist, he has a Amazon store. Like on Amazon, oh, you yes. can have like curated stores. And his is all about like fishing and stuff. So for any of our listeners who were on the Jeremy Renner app, who are part of the Rin Hive, you can go to his Amazon store and kind of live as, as he lives. So... We should create an Amazon store because basically it's just <laughs> like we pick a bunch of products and they're in yeah. this section. Like they have nothing to do with us. They're just things that we like. And then yeah. if people buy them, we get a chunk of the money. Oh, perfect. Let's do it. Are people more likely to <laughs> are people more likely to leave a review or buy junk that we tell them to? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> time to leave find us out. a review telling us whether or not you want <laughs> yeah. and us to open an Amazon store because we'll do it. Yeah, for sure. But speaking of Scarlett Johansson, she she was mm-hmm. on my list. She has <laughs> repeatedly sort of put her foot in her mouth. I don't think that she's a bad person. She just doesn't understand like what is politically correct and what is appropriate in this age. And it's sort of almost endearing to me that she keeps <laughs> screwing this up and like just blatantly disregarding the fact that it's 2019 and not 2004. But she uh, has been in, starred in several movies where she's been playing roles that were originally cast for minorities. <laughs> then she signed up to be play a transgender woman in a movie and couldn't see why that was an issue. Then she released a statement saying that she thinks every person should be able to play whatever person that they want. Or tree. Yes, or a tree. If she wanted to play a tree, she could play that as well, which is like a good sentiment, but also kind of misguided. And then this week, she released a statement, or it was an interview, I think, and someone asked her, because she's worked with Woody Allen on several Mm. films, who is Mm. sort of like halfway canceled because he like had a weird sexual relationship with his like younger stepdaughter and just has been icky in a couple of different ways. Although well, I'm and not he exactly was a, sure. He was accused of molesting his other daughter. Yes. So yes, she's but come nothing out and insisted that, but nothing like super substantiated, but like <laughs> enough things <laughs> going depends on. It on like, who you ask. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah, but like he's, it's not like he's been arrested for anything or whatever, but like right. enough, enough people have said things that it's like in general, people are avoiding Woody Allen in Hollywood mm-hmm, and think mm-hmm. eh, he's a little skeezy, not Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. She came out and was like, <laughs> I think Woody Allen's great. I believe Woody Allen. I don't think he did these things. She's like, I have asked him the tough questions about this and he said that he didn't do it so I believe him so I would definitely make another movie with Woody Allen and I see no issue with that to which the internet was like Scarlet no and for me the real capper to all this is that Scarlett Johansson is in not one but two movies this fall that are giving her a lot of Oscar buzz Mm -hmm. and if she would just shut up she might be riding her way to a nomination (laughs) or win but instead she just keeps like digging her hole even deeper Uh, Mm -hmm. and then this week there was a trailer came out where she plays a Nazi sympathizer it was just like (laughs) uh, Scarlett like these are not coming together for you in this moment yeah yeah i think she suffers from a from a bad case of privilege she's just very unaware and unwilling to kind of examine how she's being viewed from another perspective and so she just keeps digging her heels in and insisting that her way is fine and right and everyone's just misunderstanding her and she's such a good person and and everyone should just get out of her way and i mean it's it's just it's a lot it's a lot for me i think she has a lot of growing to do that she's unwilling to do and so yeah i mean am i surprised that she supports woody allen so it's not even like she has to be like oh yeah he's trash i'm never working with him again it's so easy to just be like i prefer not to comment like you know segue into something else but she just loves to just spout off whatever she's feeling in the moment and it's just 
I don't necessarily think it'll hurt her Oscar chances, though, because, you know. I'm kind of into it. Hollywood. <laughs> like, I, it, I I appreciate just, like, how unaware she is of <laughs> all of this. It, like, it really takes <sighs> something special to, to not be, like, a hateful person, just to be so frigging oblivious yeah. to all of this. And she's, um, you know, she's uh, engaged to that other problematic guy whose name I oh yes forget. colin jost oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not great either it's a it's a very unsurprising relationship when you look at it that way but you know she's doing fine <laughs> speaking of semi-problematic relationships i don't know if you saw all of the pictures of timothy chalamet <laughs> on a yacht from this weekend that are all over twitter uh, unfortunately i did yeah he was caught like on the bow of a yacht, like he's shirtless with this woman, like making out in a, in a very obscene way. Like both of their mouths are like (laughs) very clearly open. You can definitely see there's a lot of tongue going on. I was like, who is this woman that he's making out with? Is this for a movie? What's going on? No, apparently he's dating Lily Rose Depp, who is Johnny (laughs) Depp's daughter. And immediately I was like, oh, no, no, Timothy, you can't be dating her. She's canceled. And then I was like, well, she probably actually hasn't done anything other than being related to Johnny Depp. But I was very on the bandwagon to like, get her out of here because that's 2019 and that's the world we live in that Scarlett Johansson does not. She thinks, you know. Johnny Depp's great. She'd make a movie with him. Yeah, of course. Hands down. I am. Um, I think the most alarming thing about these kissing photos was just how bad it looked. Like it did not look at all sexy or appealing or or well done. Like it would be one of those kisses that would be in some sort of R-rated comedy, you know, that you're meant to laugh at. It was just like it was a lot, like a lot of a lot, you know. Hey, you know, to each their own. <laughs> Yeah, maybe being on a yacht just brings that out in people. But I also just like it. I don't know how old they are. Like, I really have no idea how old Timothy Chalamet is because he can still play a high schooler, but he's also trying to play adults now. And so he's got to be like 23. Yeah, (laughs) they look really young, though. They looked like, you know, 14 year olds who are just um, playing spin the bottle or something. On a yacht. Timothy Chalamet is 23. Wow, look at you. You're such a good guesser. And do, 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 looking for Lily Rose Depp is 20. Oh, nice. Well, I'm happy for those kids. Hope they last. <laughs> oh, no, that's not happening. We don't even have to <laughs> <Yeah>. pretend. <laughs> In continuing with this uh, sort of discourse on the state of Hollywood and the uh, political nature at play. In a quieter story, less celebrity involved, but the Crazy Rich Asians is working on back-to-back sequels for the first movie. And um, they originally wanted to keep as much of the core like creative team as possible. And so they brought on the same writers from the first one, which... Uh, was a white male and then this Asian woman whose name I wrote down and now I can't <laughs> find it. Wow. I wow, know. Shelby. That's erasure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I forgot the man's name too. I, I purposely didn't write his down. And that's sexism. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look it up. Crazy Rich Asians 
writers. I think nobody actually cares. Let's just I move know. on. Well, oh, it was Adele Lim. And so anyways, um, so the news came out this week that um, Adele Lim has walked away from the project. And it was <sighs> due to uh, a pay gap between the white male and her. And it was almost 10 times different, which would have been maybe understandable on the first movie because she was brought in towards the end. He was more established, blah, blah. But these are for the sequels that they're, they're negotiating sequels of this huge movie for this huge trilogy. And so the Warner brothers came out to justify this difference and was like, Oh, this is an industry standard established ranges based on experience and making an exception would set a troubling precedent in the business. And Lynn was like, no, that's ridiculous and walked away. And her colleague was like, oh, you can take some of my salary. Just come back. And she was like, that's not the issue. The issue is you thinking that I'm not up to par with like your experience, which is interesting because the the man has only worked on... He only has one screenwriting credit with 2009's The Proposal. So obviously a huge hit. Great. But... um this woman has been working on television for like two decades. She had, she has more credits on IMBD than he does, which might be smaller television things, but there's still like proof that she's been working. So it's like weird that the Warner brothers are trying to be like, Oh, we can't, can't set this precedent for equal pay for equal work. Like it's not a good look. And so um, now they're rushing to try and find another Asian writer to bring on board. Cause they, everyone involved is like, yeah, we have to obviously have an Asian writer for this Asian story. And they kept trying to ask her back. And she's just like, no, like you want to underpay me. You're undervaluing me. No, thanks. So we'll see how that shakes out. But it's sad that that is continuing to happen because it's like, it's not that hard to pay these writers equally, you know, especially on a sequel when they both provided so much to the original. Yeah, and this is a big budget movie. It's not like it's uh, they're on right. you know a, a tight like pared down budget. Exactly. Yeah. However, it's like crazy rich Asians. <laughs> yes. Uh, do we know if Constance Wu is returning for this one? <laughs> yeah, because she does definitely. not like returning to things. I know. As we I saw know. in her fresh <laughs> off the boat got renewed. <laughs> f f f. Ah, yeah. dang it! I have to go back and do a like, TV yeah. show that's successful. <laughs> Poor Constance. I mean, she's definitely still on board. I'm sure this is more up to par with her challenging roles. She's looking for to explore more important things and um, be honest to herself or whatever it was that she tried to twist. She sort of seems like a nightmare. I don't think we really covered this story (laughs) at all. But she also... um, like I haven't seen the movie Hustlers yet, but I guess oh, she excited. was. Uh, it's like Jennifer Lopez's stripper movie that's coming out, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she like doesn't have that big of a role, but like I don't know, complained a lot and like <laughs> to get herself like moved up the um like the credits on the movie because uh, she felt yeah. that she was too low, even though her part is much smaller than other people's i don't know she she seems like there's a lot going on there i don't know i mean i think a lot of stories are driven around this idea of you know successful women being divas like you got the same things with jennifer lopez like i remember growing up hearing rumors oh jennifer lopez insists on 
12 dozen white roses in her dressing room at all times and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, how much of that is true and how much is it? just drama well, so I, that's what i would say other than the fact that she <laughs> did tweet those things that everyone could see yeah. when her successful show got renewed so it's like yeah. uh, not a good look <laughs> speaking of women who maybe are a tad over dramatic uh nikki minaj <laughs> has retired from rapping as she announced mm. in a instagram post i don't know if you saw this or not she I said, I've decided to retire it. and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep <laughs> repping me. Do it to death of me. In the box, cuz ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life. And then her fans were like, obviously outraged that she just willy-nilly has decided to retire. So then she came back and said, well, maybe this was a rash decision to make so quickly and announce in this way. But yes, I am retired. I give this until the end of October before she's unretired again. There is no yeah. way in the world that she is like fully retired and not going to be making any more music. Yeah, I feel like most people who retire end up not retiring. You know what I mean? Because when you're working like a crazy person, retiring sounds like a fantastic idea. <laughs> and then when you realize, oh, you're just sitting at home with your kids that you did not raise and... <laughs> You're not getting money in from all of these projects and you have nothing going on and nothing to do. And you also can't live the life of a normal person because you're famous and are going to get stalked at Shake Shack. It's like, well, <laughs> what are my options? I guess I could go back and unretire or mm -hmm. I could just sit here in my house alone. And <laughs> well, with her family. Yes, with She's her family. <laughs> Her family is also probably like, um, no, go back on the road, like make us some more money and we don't need to see you. Yeah. I mean, isn't it like, um, what's his face? The once upon a time in Hollywood who I just have loathed Quentin so Tarantino? much. Wiped. Yeah. He's supposedly retiring, but now I hear that he's not and he's going to do a TV show or something. So I just, whenever I see OMG celebrities retiring, I just ignore it and move on. So I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get a new album soon. She just needed the drama. Yeah. Got to get them extra <laughs> points. Yeah. Uh, but I'd be welcome to some more Nikki mu music. So I hope she tries again to prove She'll her be back. Power. She'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have any other news of the week? Any other um, things our listeners need to be aware of? Uh, the only other thing that our listeners should be aware of is that I have locked my focus on this <laughs> year's A Star is Born, a.k.a. Oh. a movie that I've decided that I fully hate before ever seeing it. And this year it <laughs> is The Joker, which just won the Venice Film Festival ridiculously. Yeah. Why do we need this movie? Yet yeah. again, it's like the remake of a remake of a remake. It's another weird person in Hollywood trying to win an Oscar by just being more weird in the same way that Heath Ledger did. He, which he was great because it's original. Now, like we saw Jared Leto's Bad Joker, I'm going to have to go and see uh, Joaquin Phoenix's weird frigging Joker. Like, no, thank you. I do not need this movie. We do not need to give it any awards attention. And yet I'm going to have to be stuck talking about it and hearing about it and reading tweets yeah, about it yeah, for the next but... five months. Just murder me now. <laughs> I think what's interesting about this one, though, is 
I think a lot of people are divided on this. Whereas A Star is Born, we had to just deal with like feeling like we were the only ones who realized the emperor was, you know, the emperor's new clothes situation. Because I think I'm going to hate this movie for totally different reasons than you hate it. Um, so well, I did not yeah. see a woman in the trailer, so I feel like <laughs> I know why you'll it's hate more it. Just like, it's just a weird... Because the premise is basically like, oh, we, you know, he was pushed to be this because he wasn't loved enough or respected enough or he was bullied too much. And it's just like, is that is that the message we need to push out into the world? Is that the hero that our society needs at this moment? Like, do I think Joaquin Phoenix will probably do a great job? Like, yeah. And it might even be a well done movie, but I'm just like very turned off by the. It's uh, by the director of the Hangover movies. Like I'm <laughs> everyone, I'm everyone not deserves convinced. a break. You know, it's like, you know, the Green Book director. <laughs> yeah, and we saw Dumb how and well Dumber, that went. and now he won an Oscar. You know, dream big. You know, that's what we're. That's the American dream, right there. I think I'd rather watch another Scarlett Johansson Woody Allen movie than watch the Joker. That's <laughs> yeah. the point I'm at at this. Point. Yeah. Well, we'll def it's definitely a discourse that's happening and we'll definitely be seeing it all award season. So buckle up. <laughs> Hopefully not. But um, love it or hate it. Do you have a uh, something else to cover? Maybe something positive or are you feeling a little better about Excuse me? What is this patronizing <laughs> tone? Uh, yes, I do have something that I loved this week. It's a bit awkward because it's another podcast and I like shouldn't Ooh, be really promoting no. a rival. But <laughs> it's a it's a it's um it's like a pre-produce what do they call those? It's a podcast that's like a story. It's not like a talk podcast. Right, like right, ours. right. It's called Over My Dead Body. The second season is out. Each It's an anthology, so each season is different. Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to the first one. But the second season is called Joe Exotic. And this journalist, Robert Moore, investigated this case and then did this podcast. It's only six episodes. It's fantastic. It's about this pair of large exotic cat breeders in the United States. This man named Joe Exotic who lives in like Kansas somewhere or somewhere in like the middle of the country. And then Carol Baskin who works down in Florida. She may or may not have killed her first husband. He is like, has all of these crazy cats in like locked in this weird zoo. He also is in a marriage where he's married to two men at the same time. They're in like a oh, three way. Weird. Marriage thing. Yeah. Yes. They both hate each other and are trying to like run each other's business into the ground through various means that are sort of illegal and kind of dubious. But both of them are very upfront about talking to the reporter about how terrible the other person is and just very openly confiding all of the bad things that they're doing in order to stop the other person. So it is just like podcasting gold. And every episode, they're up to all kinds of weird shenanigans until eventually they get to the point where they're putting out like actual hits on each other so <laughs> oh, wow. the story is crazy it is a true story the podcast is really well produced it's not too long if you are into these kind of like true crimey things although this is less true crime and more just like bonkers you should definitely <laughs> check it out it's called over my dead body produced by Wondry. so that's a plug awesome 
That is a plug. You know what? We support other podcasts. There's room for everyone as long as people support ours, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I support Woody Allen's podcast. I yeah. don't think he did what he, <laughs> no, he told no, me he no, didn't no, do no, it. No, no. So. That's not a soundbite we want in the universe right now. Okay. Don't be a ScarJo. Okay. Be a Timothy. Whatever. <laughs> be a Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> Just ingest my whole microphone into my large <laughs> open mouth. Oh my gosh, horrifying image. Speaking of horror though, I was on an airplane today and I was looking for something to watch. And I decided to rewatch A Quiet Place, which we never got the chance to really talk about on our but podcast. But you hated. I I did. I hate it. It's a weird movie, right? And that's what I was realizing as I watched it. Is it's like it's a very well-done movie, but it also fails in so many epic ways for me just in logic and emotional continuity and um I was watching it and it's like, it's like probably one of the best stupid movies I've seen, if you know what I mean. And I was Except thinking it's about... it's not a stupid movie. It's a stupid movie. Okay. It's like, it's stupid in the sense that a lot of things don't make sense. Like, for instance, just like, just opening scene. How and who was lying down that sand for miles and like, you know, just starting to think about like, even if he did that himself, like carrying a bag of sand then doing that, like a single bag of sand covers like three feet, maybe, you know? And so he has to do that throughout from the farm to the town. And then like, who is printing off those missing persons papers and pinning them to the, to the wall outside the grocery store? Who is printing the newspapers that were like, don't make a sound. So just those like bigger world questions. But then on top of it, just like watching these people make the choices they did and wondering like what, what drove a man to leave his pregnant wife who was due in two weeks to like sit at home alone, you know? And then <laughs> why didn't he take the time to connect with his truly troubled daughter and instead just like gave her the silent treatment? But I wanted to say, Matt, and you just aren't like giving me the moment, is that even for all its stupidity, it is like a well done and engaging story. Um, and I, I'm curious to see how the sequel goes. Like, I don't know if it's going to follow the same family. I don't know if it's going to cover more of those questions about how this actually works and how it got so bad so fast and like, la di da di da I don't, I still don't understand how it was so like well-received, you know? Because it does seem more like an airplane movie than maybe like, oh, wow, this might get Shelby. an Oscar. You know, <laughs> you are going to get us more frigging four star reviews with these opinions. I have never gotten us a four star review. You are the one who's gotten us a four star review because you refuse to watch The Office. Okay? No, I've seen The Office and I just don't think it's funny, which is <laughs> You've a seen personal opinion. Episodes of The Office, single episodes. Okay? I've watched A Quiet Place multiple times now, so. You yeah, know, and you were nitpicking the most ridiculous things. I'm not and nitpicking. Also, I'm realizing there's gaps. He didn't gaps. necessarily put all of the sand on the in the town. There could have been a lot of people, and some of them have just been eaten. Also, those animals mm. probably like you know there were less of them at some point, and mm, then they mm-hmm, grew. So mm-hmm, that's how mm-hmm, they got those mm-hmm, posters up mm-hmm, in the town. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I think there's Maybe also if you have some imagination. You, it's not like nitpicky to wonder why they wouldn't bring the 
two weeks from due date pregnant woman to give birth next to a waterfall where she would be more free to shriek and scream and not be worried about being eaten by these monsters. Or for that matter of fact, in the 475 days or whatever they had, they could have made a bigger soundproof room so that that whole situation never would have happened. Or How the men could have stepped up and building. done some of the laundry. They made the soundproof room. That is a huge part of the story, Matt, is that they made a soundproof room for the baby. And that's like where the third act happens. Is he? That's where they have well, the big speech. So so maybe it's time for you to rewatch the movie if you're going to come for me on these little factoids, which I took careful notes of. So... Oh, I'm sure you did. You were just <laughs> sitting there on the plane with your little. I don't know why you're coming Ugh. at me. Like I, I still had fun watching the movie because I this just... is an objectively good movie, and you're just like backhanded complimenting <laughs> but why it is all it the way objectively, to the bank. There's just a lot of questions, and I think it's okay to ask those questions. You know, like it's just no shall. If I was no. in that situation, I might have handled it a little differently. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, yes, that's I think every I would have set up camp can't. closer to the river. You know, Maybe, it's and a also, this movie, is another Shelby. question. This Has is another anyone ever, important question. Movie ever made a good decision? Wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. They live on this really picturesque farm, right? This corn mm-hmm. farm. Just like, just like tons of corn. Who planted the corn, Matt? Who corn- planted the corn? <laughs> Shelby. This is how corn works. If you don't harvest it one year, all of the corn falls off and grows more the next year. Okay. I'll, be- it's I'll, I'll accept nature. that. nature. I'll believe you. If you, you took like from maybe the third grade science, <laughs> you would know. My Lord. I don't know. It looks pretty pristine. So I'm just saying. I just think if you were, even if you, an ultra fan that you are, were to watch it again, you might catch yourself feeling a little embarrassed about some of these choices, either the characters or the writers made. Okay. Give me a list of some of your favorite movies. I'm going to go back through <laughs> and with a fine tooth comb, pick out some irregularities. <laughs> I promise you the gaps in Jurassic Park are far less than the gaps in A Quiet Place. Oh, and that is oh just, I bet that I That is just categorically that- true. <laughs> The science of the weird mosquito amber definitely. Right, I'm not talking about the science. I'm not talking about the science of like these alien creatures. Yeah. I'm not asking any questions um, about how just those work. Ah, the physics weight of a sandbag. How no, much no, 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 no. sand I was could be carried about, if you I, yeah, six men t- with three bags <laughs> in fifteen hours? Could you stretch a sandbag line from the house to the town? That's a interesting. I would love to see the science on that. Honestly. I would. Mm. I would love to. But anyways, I just wanted to let people know that it is a great airplane movie. And I think if you haven't seen it yet, obviously the camp is still split on whether it was great or whether it was just okay. The camp is not split. The camp is split. The camp is mostly with me and then you're (laughs) off by yourself in a lean-to. No, 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 no. But I mean, are you excited about the sequel or do you wish they'd leave it? I don't really know what the sequel, what's going on with the sequel. I could yeah, be no excited really about knows. it. I could not be. We'll see. I'll, I'll well, wait and see. I it. think the latest news is John Krasinski was like, yes, they can move forward, but I don't think I'll be involved. And then he was like, oh, well, he's man. dead. I read the so script. How's he I read be the involved? script. I w- no, no, no. I mean, 
John Krasinski as director slash writer, oh. you know? Oh, yeah. So well, he's got he was like, go. he was like, oh, wait, I read it. I just really believe in this story. I'm definitely on board again. So I think, you know, <laughs> in between season one and two of um, Jack Ryan, he found some time to dig in on this sequel. So we'll see what comes out of that. Well, he probably realized that Jack Ryan wasn't that good of a TV show and he'd have time <laughs> on his hands. Yeah. Did you see the new season? the new preview for Jack Ryan too. I'm sorry. No, I'm getting distracted, no, but. <laughs> there cannot be another season of that. I am. I there am not is. watching this. Those are hours. It's I am never real, getting it's back. happening. Uh, yeah. Well, they released a new teaser for the new season. No. And I, he's doing just as much work as he did in the first, which is to say none at all, but something to look forward to. If you want that hoorah America, that horrible Jim Halpert wife yeah. with that terrible <laughs> accent. Dear Lord. <laughs> I did not see her in the trailer. So maybe uh, they maybe broke she up. Got killed between seasons. Can only pray. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I think it's a that's a good note to end on. You know, we have um some darker stuff to talk about this week when we unpack it chapter two on our next episode. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be joined by my husband Rob, which will be exciting for all involved. And uh I hate I hate this series and this universe maybe more than I hate a quiet place. So <laughs> we'll see. Oh, them are fighting words. But I will (laughs) I will bring a calm, measured perspective on Thursday because this is a great movie and um we'll be discussing it. So stick around and we'll talk to you then. Bye.